Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, you all and you together? go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel on 3CR, a look at the Australian film industry and things that are happening in the moving image world of Australia. And today we're going to have a chat with uh, Bruce Gladwin because it's been uh, announced that $100,000 has been granted to the Back to Back Theatre to work on their first feature film debut. Now, they're a fantastic group of people and they're down in Geelong, which is also remarkable in itself, I suppose. Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll get to Bruce right away. G'day, Bruce. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I followed you up because I've been following the uh, uh, what's going on at Back to Back because I just think you guys are amazing. Now, um, I spoke to you when you were uh, dealing with the Oddlands um, serial, which was a TV production. That must have been an interesting uh, diversion from your theatrical roots. Uh, Moving on to film, uh, was it a stepping stone doing Oddlands? Yeah, it was still in the process of making Oddlands. So, um, you know, this announcement from uh, Creative Victoria on top of the project that we're doing in um, TV is, you know, it's a real bonus for us. Um, And, uh, you know, I think in some ways uh, we're we're learning our skill set within screen production. I've always been amazed at how producers and directors and makers of screen content always seem to have about 10 productions in their back pocket. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I know. I I feel like, you know, we've been... um, touched with the lucky stick to some degree to have um, this money in terms of the script development for um, a feature um, directed our way and um, you know we're super excited by the opportunity. Well it's interesting for people who don't know uh, I'll read directly from this wonderful bit of uh, 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 written craft from uh, your the press release. Back-to-back theatre creates new forms of contemporary performance imagined from the minds and experiences of a unique ensemble of actors with a disability, giving voice to social and political issues that speak to all people. And that's exactly what you do. And as I was saying to somebody, I was recommending that they go and see the play that you've got coming up in uh, the Melbourne Festival because it's really like mainlining on pure imagination and creativity when when a person, an audience member is involved 
in one of your productions. On mm. yeah, that that's exactly what's going on, isn't it? Yeah, look, I think the company has, you know, we've had a history of over about, you know, over 30 years of making, I think, what I would term, and, I, you know, I, I say this from the perspective of when I first encountered the company as an audience member, it's like I was just astounded at this incredible ensemble-driven, um, co-authored uh, theatre work. And, you know, it sits in the kind of realm of contemporary and avant-garde theatre, but the process that the company makes work is, um, really dynamically interesting. So uh, the work is developed over a long period of time. Um, you know, when, when we made um, Ganesh versus the Third Reich, which is this work that we're adapting into a feature film, we made the work over a five-year period. That was the writing period um, from the initial um, concept of the show to actually its realisation. Um, and so we really kind of have this unique opportunity to distill quite complex themes um, into the writing uh, over a long period of time. The work is generated through improvisation with the actors, so they are all the co-authors of the work. And I think one of the exciting things about the shift into screen is about taking that process where the actors who are performing the role are also the right, the, the, you know, the co-authors of the piece and have, a, you know, a really strong imprint on on the actual content of the work. Yeah, it's pretty extraordinary. And, of course, that means their perspective on these issues uh, are... uh, I mean, they obviously choose what's going to be talked about. Now, with Ganesh versus the Third Reich, that's been that's been across the world. It's been an award winner, uh, yeah. a major award winner. Like, it, it won the uh, Helpman Award for Best Australian Play in 2012, but it's been internationally acclaimed, and it's dealing with issues that are revolving around uh, incredibly important issues for the protagonists or the actors mm. in the play, correct? Yeah, that's right. And look, when we first conceived of the idea of the show, we actually we sat on it for a while because we actually just felt like we didn't have the right to make this work. And just to you know, give your listeners an idea, it's, it's a play within a play. So it's a story. One, one story is about Ganesh travelling to Nazi Germany to reclaim the swastika, ah, which is, a, you yes. know, a, a Sanskrit symbol from the Nazis. And, uh, and you know, it, it ends in this... Um, confrontation with Hitler in the bunker just before the Russians are invading invading Berlin. And um, so it's kind of playing with history, and uh, but also um, intersecting that with religious deities. And, um, you know, and it's a story that takes place in the midst of the Holocaust. And so when we conceived this story, which is a kind of epic, kind of almost like a Hollywood hero's journey, uh, we thought, oh, that's a great story, but we'll never be able to tell that story because we don't have the right. And in one of our um, previous works, we were touring up to Austria and the festival director said, do you want to go and have, have a look at this concentration camp on the edge of town? And we went there and we realised that this concentration camp was pre- you know, initially predominantly set up to exterminate uh, Austria's disability community. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, and so... Uh, you know, having having that level of engagement, we thought, well, all right, if, if we, our company can't tell this story, exactly. then I, I think, you know, we, we do have, we, we realised we had some skin 
in the story and felt like it was really important that we, we, we kind of ventured into telling this very difficult story. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be extraordinary. I mean, the uh, uh, one you're learning skills, a feature film. You go. The concept is that you're going to actually incorporate the the uh, issues that are and storylines that are created from the theatre piece that exists. But you're also going to tie that to how it happened. Right? That's right. Well, it's it's kind of like a, it's a meta story. Uh, twofold really so the original story is this play within a play we're going to take that concept into the feature film but also look at the presentation of uh, the play itself um, and drawing on our own experience of when we premiered the work and um, initially there was a lot of protest around the work really um, which settled uh, after some time but what were the protests about uh, it was initiated from Nevada in the US yeah um, and from a right-wing Hindu group and (laughs) uh, objecting against the representation of Ganesh in the Melbourne Festival program. Oh, that's interesting. And And so you're actually, this film production is going to, you're taking steps towards uh, bringing in the Indian community, aren't you? That's right. Yeah, Yeah, we are. Yeah. And so we'll draw on our experience of the initial premiere and... um, uh, you know, again, it kind of becomes a slightly self-reflective exercise, but I think there's, um, you know, there's a lot of kind of narrative conflict <laughs> and drama that we can draw on from there as well. How long do you think the film will be? I know you're only at the beginning stages. Uh, in, in terms of running time? Yeah, running time. What are you yeah, imagining? Well, the, the original production was, the theatre production was around an hour and 20. I, I, you know, I think it would be looking at an hour and 30 to an hour and 40. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, the uh, and so you're going to the writing of it's going to be done in the same way as the theatre pieces, where it's going well, to be a collaborative we'll, process. We'll have the script that already exists for the theatre work, and uh, we're working with uh, Andrew Bevel uh, as a script mentor and Louise Goff as a script editor, and on the production and uh, the actors will work as consultants to the screenplay. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And how long do you think this process is going to take? Uh, at the moment, we're, we're just about to premiere this work, in uh, a new theatre work in uh, Carriage Works in Sydney next week. Then we have a season in Geelong and then Melbourne, and then we've, we're on to Oddlands, yes. the TV series. So uh, I think we'll probably we won't have a finished script until uh, probably through halfway through next year. Well, that's what I was thinking. You guys have got this amazing um, uh, work ethic. Um, we're talking about back-to-back theatre because uh, you're, you've got a play, uh, like you said, that's going to be uh, premiering at the Carriageway in Sydney, but it's coming to Melbourne for the Melbourne um, Arts Festival. Festival. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I have to tell people the name because it's a fantastic name. The Shadow Whose Hunter... The Shadow Whose Prey the Hunter Becomes. Yeah. yeah. Is that a, a line from a poem? Or is that something that you guys created? No, it's, it's a, uh, a reference from uh, the psychoanalyst and theorist Jacques Lacan oh. uh, in, in regard to, he was re- referring to, uh, he's illustrating the concept of ego. But, uh, it, you know, it, it's a very um, circuitous 
um, title that is almost like a, a novel in itself, I think. But um, I, you'll have to come and see the production to understand its relevance, really. Yeah, okay, right. Well, it's certainly a lure for me. And yeah. I have been, um, uh, and obviously that's what everybody's doing at the moment. They're getting that ready before before it uh, all happens. Yeah, yep. We're in the rehearsal room now as we speak. Yeah, okay. So thank you very much. We'll get thank back you. to you with uh, what's... Uh, oh, the other thing is before you go, what, with Oddlands, mm. now I, I've seen Oddlands and I found it absolutely uh, riveting. It's very uh, amusing too. Mm. It, it's thank funny. You. It's quite funny yeah. uh, in an amusing way in a, and awful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not awful as in badly made, but awful as no. in what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> um, where do you think that series is going to go? Because it's perfect for you guys to do it in episodes. Yeah, well, we've scoped out a six-episode um, series, and you know, we, <clears throat> you know, all fingers crossed, it'll, it'll go to production and be realised, and then we're, you know, hoping it would go to a second and possibly third series, but. You know, we're, we're ambitious and aspirational. <laughs> so you certainly see are. How it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. did you did you apply for the funding, the hundred thousand dollar grant, or uh, was it just given to you? Oh, uh, for creative, the for the feature film. Yeah, for the feature film. Uh, yeah, it was an open call to Creative Victoria for large scale work. So um, they were seeking, uh, I guess, um, applications from any art form. Uh, for works that were of a substantial scale. Um, and we were a small recipient. Uh, the, the amount that we received, you know, the other um, successful candidates that received uh, quite substantial grants. So it's, it's a project, project initiative to make work of large scale, essentially. Yeah, and this is a seeding grant because once you've done the script and you're happy with it, the next stage will be to try and find funding to be able to make it. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so am I getting, I'm envisaging that Back to Back is has a, a group of people, administrative people, who are working tirelessly on the other side of the, um, the uh, theatre element, which is uh, seeking um, funding and uh, other types of projects uh, development in collaboration with you and the performers? We, you know, like all great great arts organisations, we have many typists that are supporting <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for talking to me, Bruce. No worries, Annie. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. All right. All right. Man, hush what they say now. Ooh, I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay my way out. Man, hush what they say now. I just pay my way out. I just pay my way out. This is a miracle.
jealous. Go with the fellas, whatever the weather. We got drinks with umbrellas. You got time to wine, keep them down in the cellar. We got time to shine, do that shit at Coachella. Throwing brunches and lunches, lunches and crunches. Living life in abundance, no really worry about nothing. Then I pull up, hop out, wave at that cop now, stop sign. And that, oh that fine, that's not out And hush what they say now I just pay my way out This is a miracle, oh I thought I'd let you hear the whole lot of Briggs' Life is Incredible since we've been using it to come into the program as well as go out of the program for a couple of weeks now. Uh, You're on uh, Showreel with Annie, uh, look at the Australian film industry, and uh, we were just talking to Bruce Gladwin from Back to Back Theatre, a fantastic theatre that comes out of Geelong, and uh, they've just been given $100,000 to do uh, script development for uh, an amazing um, uh, a film adaptation of a play that they've uh, garnered huge uh, international respect for. 
um, called uh, Ganesh versus the Third Reich. And they aren't slow in coming up with fantastic titles. They've got a play that's going to be uh, featured at the uh, Melbourne Arts Festival uh, coming up. Uh, It's called The Shadow Whose Hunter the Prey Becomes. Oh, what a fantastic title. It puts a shiver down your spine. But uh, before we leave the uh, program today and go on to... uh, uh, published or not, I just remind you that uh, there's a lot of Australian films on at the moment at theatres. Uh, before I do that, even I've got a couple. I've got three double passes to uh, the uh, ride like the ride like a girl. It's uh, a, obviously the film that's uh, showcasing the uh, Michelle Payne um, victory at uh, the uh, Melbourne Cup. Um, a couple of years ago. Uh, And I know that uh, there's a lot of people who are quite offended by the whole notion, or more than offended by the notion of uh, horse racing. And uh, so uh, I guess uh, this might seem uh, a bit unpleasant. But anyway, I've got a couple of double passes, three double passes. So if you anybody's interested, you can give us a call on 94198377. It was a very interesting film. I did go and see it and uh, it's uh, got some fantastic uh, uh, shots in it. Uh, they credit uh, Jill Bilcock, uh, the uh, extraordinary Australian editor, as uh, a person who was involved. I think she must have put an eye over the film because there's some uh, a, a film that uh, was really just a fairly straightforward uh, storytelling device. It has got uh, some uh, is better than that. It's uh, quite a um, tight film, and it's uh, got some quite beautiful filmic elements to it. Also, Teresa Palmer, who's the lead actress, is very good in the film. Uh, I come from that area of Australia down there by Warrnambool, and uh, I don't think there was much time and uh, effort made in the characterisation of the father and the Sam Neill character. Uh, but uh, that's probably... Um, it, so it's, you know, it's a, a sweet story rather than a, a social uh, in-depth discussion of uh, elements around uh, country living or any of that sort of stuff. So, but it's a fascinating film, really, in, uh, a nice, nice film, really, if, of course, you don't mind horse racing. And as I said, 94198377, you need to leave your name and your address so I can send the tickets out to you, uh, three double passes. The other films that are on at the moment that are really worth seeing that are Australian and uh, are, of course, The Nightingale. The Nightingale's a must for anybody who is uh, interested in Australia as a crime scene uh, and uh, uh, and the uh, uh it's just an extraordinary film. It's incredibly powerful. It's uh, a, it's probably the only uh, film made by a white Australian that actually uh, grapples with the uh, deeply violent and uh, disturbing nature of the uh, takeover of this country. Uh, it's set in Tasmania in 1823. It's quite an extraordinary film. It ties the violence towards women and the violence to, or, towards uh, First Nations people in in a way that uh, 
uh, is intricate and um, compelling. Uh, it's a must, a film that should be gone to see. Animals by the fabulous uh, director Sophie Hyde. If you want uh, a film that's beautifully made and also uh, a song that uh, is positive and exciting, then you should go and see Animals. Angel of Mine, which is a gripping thriller, starts off uh, very um, in a very linear kind of fashion but uh, develops into uh, quite a thrilling uh, piece, t- uh, tight, quite tight and uh, definitely a twist in the tale. Uh, Long Tan, which is a, a film that uh, uh, looks at the battle that Australians fought in um, uh, Vietnam, uh, Long Tan. Uh, it's got uh, um, the guy from Vikings in it, Travis uh, Himmel, uh, Fimmel, Travis Fimmel. But uh, there's other elements to it too. Uh, uh, Kiv, uh, Kiv Striver, I think his name is, the Australian director, very well-received uh, person. There's a couple of um, uh, films coming up which uh, a film called Green Light you might be interested in too. It's a documentary about the uh, hurry-up call for the use of um, marijuana, municipal marijuana. Uh, It's very personal and uh, quite a well-made film. Uh, But what it's talking about is how in some cases medicinal marijuana should be the first protocol rather than the last uh, protocol. It was an interesting thing to point out that uh, the Australian government uh, banned uh, marijuana in 1926, I think it was. Makes you wonder about what was going on in 1926, that uh, it should have even... Uh, reached uh, legislative uh, um, requirements to ban it. Quite interesting. Um, that that there's a historical research project for somebody right there. I'd say. Anyway, coming up next is uh, published or not. That's enough from me, and we're going to go out with Cotton Seeds by Dust. <laughs>
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.